Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right, where are we starting, Dr. Jen? What are we doing here? Um, I want to talk about this topic of the woman marrying the chandelier. Because okay. there's this is very... This is something called object sexuality, and it's actually a really interesting topic, I think. So go ahead. Can you share the article itself? Absolutely. So it's in England. There's this British woman who says she has several love interests, but none of them can hold a candle to Lumiere, (laughs) which is a 91-year-old chandelier she plans to marry. Now, I do believe this story is from a couple months ago, but I dug it up. Yeah. Uh, She already did marry it, I think. Amanda Liberty, she's 35. And she actually changed her last name from Whitaker during a prior long-distance relationship with the Statue of Liberty. Ah. Uh, she's ready to finally settle down and find the light of her life. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's objectum sexual, I guess. Yeah, oh, that's what the article says, yeah. Okay, and it's putting the spotlight on this little-known attraction to inanimate objects. Yep. So she says she's been in an open relationship with multiple light fixtures, but decided <laughs> to get hitched to Lumiere, which she regards, by the way, as female. So she says she's determined to have this commitment ceremony to prove that she's here for Lumiere and that her love is going to last. And she also restores chandeliers in her spare time. So she's probably putting her fingers where they don't belong. Is she getting consent from these chandeliers? Wait, so she's like a plastic surgeon that marries one of their patients. That makes total sense to me. And she even says, I know a lot of people think my attraction to chandeliers is strange, but I'm not crazy. And she says... uh, as soon as I'd seen Lumiere, I couldn't stop thinking about her and how beautiful she was. She has such a beautiful shape, and I could really feel amazing energy coming from her. Uh, and then she says she knew that she had to be hers, and she paid $500 for her. So that, so that, the energy piece is at the core of this. So there's a belief in something called animism, in that inanimate objects have souls or spirits and energy. Do you believe that? I don't. I don't. Okay. No. But that's the basis of 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 falling in love and creating committed relationships. So there's this woman, I don't know how many years ago, it was probably 2007 or maybe later, um, Erica Eiffel, who married the Eiffel Tower. This is just bizarre. Right. And so, but she tried to like crawl up the side and hump. I don't, I mean. So, right. And that's what people want is this. I mean, this is about love and commitment, but it also is about sexual desire and arousal sometimes of feeling turned on too. And so believing that they can communicate with this inanimate object, that it has a soul and a spirit, they can feel the energy of it. They connect with that. Um, I, I, you know, I guess I always come back to anything that seems so wacky out there around love and relationships. Like, is the person getting hurt? If they're not getting hurt and no one else is getting hurt, then I'm like, okay, yeah, you can believe what you want and do what you want. I do think some of the research, it's been a while. I got into this, I didn't get into it, but maybe like 10 Eight, ten years ago, I did a bunch of reading on it because it was very interesting to me. I watched some documentaries. Uh, while you talk about this, I didn't know about this at all until this story. Oh, yeah. Didn't even yeah, know yeah. it existed. Yeah, didn't it's it not talked about that much. So I do think for some of these folks, there can be some overlap with Asperger's. 
Really? And so their ability to connect with humans. Um, now, they, what makes you say that? Is it just because, is it a hunch? You read it? You... No, I read it somewhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah, Like I said, no, I'm not up on the latest research, so I don't know what that is. But this was a while ago, and that's what some researchers had found, some overlaps. So these are folks that may otherwise um, have some struggles with connecting with humans, with empathy and connecting in that way, but inanimate objects. And then, like I said, the belief in animism, that is something that they feel like they can connect with and have a loving relationship. Do you think, and I know this is just your opinion, but do you think that, this is kind of such a, you know what, scratch the question, I'll ask it, but it really is. I was going to ask, do you think that if you consider these people to be insane, not you personally, if, if we consider these people to be partially insane, could it mean they have other issues, and I don't mean Asperger's, I mean like, could they harm people? Can they hold down jobs? Are they just completely nutty and they don't realize it? No, 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 no. I don't think it has to be related to other things. They can have jobs. They could have friendships. They can own, you know, they can own places. No, they're not. I mean. And if we, and if I didn't know this, right, do you believe if I didn't know this about this woman, but I knew her, let's say it's you, and I never knew this. You never came clean. I never knew you married a chandelier. Right. Do you think that I would still see parts of you that would be like, okay, something's off about her? I think so. Personally, you do? Yes. I just wonder. Socially. I think you, you would notice something off socially is okay. my guess. Yes. God. I, and I don't, yeah. and I hope I'm not offending anybody who, that's not my intention. Yeah. Merely a curiosity. Because as I said, until I read this article, I, I knew nothing yeah. about this condition yeah. or whatever you call it. Yeah. Is it a condition? Uh, I don't know how. I mean, that's not an official preference? word anyway. Preference? It is. It is a preference of sorts. I guess Lifestyle? it's a sexual orientation of sorts. Okay. Um, I mean, if you think about it, a chandelier has a lot of parts that could be fun to play with, I guess, if you're into that. <laughs> but, uh, you, okay. you light so I had said up that then she. <laughs> you give I, the the me. light okay. puns are All actually right, really right, funny. Yeah. You had said, um, you know, I'd said that is. So if she restores chandeliers and here she is restoring one that then she marries, it's like a plastic surgeon, you know, doing breast implants and face surgery and then marrying their their female patient. And so speaking of that, what's the article on plastic surgery for men? That was my very long segue into oh. that. It was well, a really long segue. We're going to move on. We don't mean to make light of that other story, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got that. Yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> the light bulb just behind. went off in your head. I know. I think I need to eat. Oh, that was good too. I'm missing them all now. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm starting to fade. Yeah. Try the veal, Doctor Jen. Yeah. I'm here all week. <laughs> all right. There's a new study out that guys look more attractive and more trustworthy after plastic surgery, and researchers, they worked with men with an average of 49 years of age. I find that so hard to believe. I do, too. And they'd had work done in their eyelids, brows, necks, noses, and chins. And sure enough, after their procedures, these guys got higher scores for their attractiveness, likability, social skills, and trustworthiness when others looked at their pictures. So, okay, maybe the attractiveness, the like, uh, the social, uh, the, uh, sorry, the the, the attractiveness and likability. But trustworthiness? That seems insane to me because part of the nuance of how we read other people and their facial expressions and whether we trust them is if, because for example, we've had, you know, you've seen, excuse me, somebody who smiles, but they don't smile with their eyes. Yes. 100%. Right. And you're like, okay, you're not actually happy or you're just performing for the camera or you're putting on a show. Right. And we pick up those nuances. If you've had plastic surgery, if you've had Botox, whatever around your eyes and your forehead, you're not reacting like that. To me, that would mean the you're opposite. way less trustworthy. Right. right. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at this I going, don't get it. really? 
I, you know, where, some where, do of these you the, where do you get these articles? Is that really a study? Quote says unquote, it is. An actual I mean, research study? Uh, is it, it done is. by like a magazine? Is it done by a plastic surgery company? Uh, <laughs> no, this is, well, I don't know. You know what? They always usually cite the sources when I find content like this. Yeah. This one does not sort. Wait, cite, cite the source. Yeah. Say that three times. Cite source the source. The sites. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it even asked the question, couldn't getting plastic surgery be considered cheating? In a way. I mean, what I mean by that is, no, but the, but the trustworthiness, yeah. going back to that. To me, it's like, you know, people go, hey, man, you're getting a few grays in your head. I said, yeah, well, that's what God's, you know, he's yeah. got a plan for me. So that's just it. I'm getting older. Yeah, we don't call like dying your hair cheating, you know. Right. But it's my point ridiculous. is, I just say, you know what? It's the it's just my natural. It's just happening. Right. And that's it. And so you, you would think I had an interesting. God, this reminds me of a conversation. I had an interesting conversation years ago, and I don't necessarily agree with this at all, but it's kind of a side note here. Yeah. We talked about trustworthiness in plastic surgery and how you think, well, almost it's the opposite because if you don't smile with your eyes, right? Yeah. I remember someone telling me, God, what? how did we bring this up? It was, I look at smokers as people who are less clean and not as trustworthy. Ah, but I don't get that. I'm, I mean, interesting. I, I mean, maybe if you say like the less clean thing, and I'm only saying that just because the clothes right. might smell like smoke. Right. Other than that, I don't see the correlation. No, the trustworthy doesn't make any sense. I don't think so no. either. Yeah. And I thought maybe, okay, well, then you agree, because I yeah. thought maybe you'd have something about that. I don't understand that correlation. No, there's, I don't think there is one. I agree it's with BS. you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so no, we shot that one down. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Well, and you know, here's the thing, though. I also don't think it's a bad thing if it is your preference to get plastic surgery. It's your it's your body. You know, I listen, you might hate me for this. I don't know how you feel about this. I don't care if your boobs are real or fake. I don't. I don't care if it makes you happy and they look good. Who cares? Well, they look good to who? To That's me. The pro- <laughs> to me. I don't want to go down this path with you right now. I don't feel like I have the energy for it. Oh, really? You sound like my yeah. wife now. I just don't have the energy to deal with you right now, mister. Just go to bed and be quiet. Just get out of my face. Hey, we're not even 10 minutes into this podcast. No, wait. Are we? Is it that short already? Well, I'm just saying. Oh, because, oh you must be know. having a blast this time. I know. Wait, are you low on blood sugar? I am. I totally am, I think. I Eat feel really... We're talking. I don't... I, I mean... She's reaching down into her purse now. Because <laughs> I always have food here. I do feel, you know, part of what it is. Will we shoot a few at a time? Are we allowed to say that? Or are we uh, ruining the surprise? No, no. We do, we do a few at a time. We post once a week. Well, and so this is our third one. And I'm still, as I said on the first one, like, I got back late from New Orleans last night. And I feel it now. What are you eating right there? Cheez-Its? A tiny little bag of Cheez-Its I got on the airplane. Okay. <laughs> it was in my bag. I did bring like a, a bar and an apple and I don't know what happened to them. I wish I had something for you. I wanted to bring this up to you. And since you're eating that and you're that package over there, <laughs> it's red from a distance. I couldn't see it because you're across yeah. the table. I It reminded me of Skittles. Oh. And because we're close to Halloween, I wanted to run mm. something by you. It has nothing to do with sex. Okay. It's Twitter had a debate a couple weeks back on which Halloween candy should go away. 
Oh. Out of this list. And I real people are getting heated over this. Really? I'm s i am I know. I know. The look on your face. I know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I want to know what you think, okay? okay? I know this is not sex talk. Yeah. Actually, some of these candies could be sexy. Like, you know, putting M&Ms up someone's leg. and the, Never mind. Okay. So. Mm. Wait, ah, see, that wasn't a bad idea. I was looking for your appro- approval mm-hmm. and you. Okay, see. Well, I liked it. Like, it's like taking chocolate syrup and a yeah. um, a paintbrush or even your fingers and then drawing little arrows on your body for your partner to follow yep. with licking and, yeah. Have you done that? Mm, little things like that. It's been oh a while, but yes. <laughs> you're not so boring, Dr. Jen. You I'm always say you're boring. boring. Yes, you did. You said you're boring with the sex talk. You did. You said you're not adventurous and you're, oh no, that's not what you said. You I said, did not say that at all. Oh no, sorry. You said people think you're boring guys when they find out you're not just this. No, you said that basically. I did not. <laughs> You've said to me that no, people find that out. I never used the word boring what was in the me word? in my sex life. I don't know what it was, but I am not boring. That is now not a problem. I have to find out. Uh, okay. I'm going to listen back to our no, podcast because you said I, it. Well, they think I'm, like I said, they think I'm DTF or I'm up for casual sex and that I love everything and then I'm like wild and stuff. Like, and a male version of that, probably based on watching crazy porn, that is not what I am. I am a real woman with quirks and likes and dislikes and preferences and, and lack did of preferences. I just but I am definitely. Out of my head? Yeah, I never said boring. Oh, I feel bad. Now. I know. I feel a little defensive here. I didn't I mean am it like quite, that. You know what? I'm going to find it. You quite, did say it. I did not say. Rob, quite, back me up here. Listen from Boston. <laughs> oh, you he, listen. He knows I'm not boring. Well, I, I meant that you said <laughs> you're boring. You did. Um, I there's some version of that i could see that here's the thing i I, men who are with me sexually do not complain at all and are very happy oh listen to you well it's true i am exploratory i'm open-minded i'm playful like i think outside the box yeah i am so sorry (laughs) i'm like boring go up yourself we went to kaboo del mara (laughs) festival right that comes every year a few weeks back and there was this comedian i won't say her name because i felt so terrible she was a co-headliner and she was on stage. She was bombing. The first one was amazing. Oh. oh. And then this one was the headliner headliner, not just co-headliner, like the headliner. Yeah. And she was bombing. She couldn't put her jokes together. I don't know what happened. She flew in from like Chicago or something. She had to say on stage two or three times, I swear to God, I tour the world. I sell out. I, I, this I'm went, actually funny. <laughs> this went huge last night in Chicago. It's bombing here. I don't know why. Oh. But your explanation of you not being boring yeah. in bed just made me think of that woman. <laughs> And so I must have struck a chord. I'm sorry. I'm sure you sell out in bed everywhere. I'll take that. I'll take that. I sell out in bed everywhere. I really do have to find that audio because I feel super guilty right now. Yeah, because I was like, I know I never said that. And like no one would ever report back that about me. You're not mad at me, are you? So No, I mean, I have shared that like after a few years, like my... I swear to God, you've got the alarm going off on your phone again. I know. When's it going to go off again? No, I'm. I'm uh, gonna. I put up with this way too much. Like three episodes ago. Nine nine minutes. It's going to go off again. And we're actually six to seven minutes away from finishing. Okay. Anyway, so All right. Hear it again. Sorry. Uh, what and were you're we not talking boring. about? <laughs> you were saying uh, that you. Oh God. 
Now I just went oh, off. Oh yeah, hinge. after a few years, I can absolutely like physiologically, my natural desire drops. Um, and so, and then that's like, we need to work on spicing things up and thinking outside the box and all I need a partner that's willing to work on that. So, but I'm going to segue that I'm going to use that as a segue into, cause you were asking about the podcast doing divorce, right. Or avoiding altogether. Yes. Okay. I'll tell you what. So real yeah. quick, I just want to give you the list of the candies cause we started that. Oh, I forgot that. No, no that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, Milky way is the one that most people said should go away. Uh, Kit Kat, a lot of folks say is overrated. Snickers, Twix, mm. M&M's. Oh but yeah, the one that people say should go away is actually Milky Way. And I just... I, I agree. I don't like Milky Ways. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue or spend any time writing on it, but I don't, Milky Ways are like, nah. But like Snickers, amazing. Kit Kats, I, mean, I don't eat candy bars hardly at mm. all. Okay. Skittles, great. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Ooh. Reese's Pieces. Mm. 100 Grand Bar. Oh, yeah. You know what this I like, too? This is not helping me when I'm hungry. Zigzag. That is so What's underrated. It's that white, I don't know, that white taffyish uh, oh. outside and then like a peanut butter cream inside. Oh, I don't know about don't that. Don't even, don't you dare knock it till you, you try like it. You like butterfingers? Yes. Yeah, I like those. <laughs> Why are we talking Rolos. about this? <laughs> Rollos. Rollos are so-so. What? what? Yeah, they're like. Okay, we better move on. Okay. Um, doing divorce right or avoiding altogether. You were asking, and that was actually, so- um, Jen, that podcast host, asked me specifically, she said the question she gets all the time are folks that are particularly in long-term relationships, and they're like, we are not having sex anymore. What do we do about this? Yes, and I, divorce done right or not, right? Right. So what the hell? So that's what, I mean, I talked with her about, um, you know, how our natural desire can drop off. Um, physiologically how we are and then you throw in the fact that you've got jobs and kids and body changes and hormonal changes and and the newness and excitement isn't just there anymore so it's just not a priority anymore so it makes sense that this is a super common problem in long-term relationships in the united states so i talked about stuff you know one thing was about um if it's getting brushed under the rug and not being addressed having a weekly check-in only for 20 minutes or so, that you have to talk about sexual topics. Even if you're not having sex. Exactly. You have to normalize it because often the lower desire person doesn't want to talk about it at all and they're uncomfortable with it or they may be embarrassed or they don't see the point in talking about it. So making sure that this is every week you are addressing you're talking about sex and intimacy, what you used to like, what your needs are, if you masturbated that week, what your fantasies are, whatever, that you are always talking about. You don't have to fix anything. Is that so that the person who's not into it doesn't get so far away from it that it becomes foreign to them? Yes. That and so that the person who really misses it and needs it knows that you are working on it. Huh, that Both is so those. interesting. But then there's still the title. Divorce Done Right. Or avoiding altogether. Avoiding it. Yeah. What she's indicating is that sometimes divorce is the answer. Uh, yeah, it could be for sure. I mean, yeah, she covers all of these topics in her podcast. I talked with her about avoiding it because we talked about how to get a sex life um, back on track. Sorry, I, I, what I was doing behind you. Yeah. Steve Asaro is in the studio in the red shirt. Okay. Talk about a golden voice. In fact, hold on. Let me get him in here. Let me let me get him in here if he can look up. Let, Steve, <laughs> is, come in. Get Steve in here. Steve. Us. Get Steve. Steve, Tommy, get Steve. Come on, get him in here. Get him in here. Can you get Steve in here? Yeah, come here. Come here. Yes, Jesus, man. That was crazy. Wait, so who is this? It's Steve Asaro. He's got this guy's voice. He does production. He does commercials. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, maybe. Okay. And he needs me in studio 
He needs me in studio. Uh, t- Steve, meet Dr. Jen. Dr. Hello. Jen, Steve. Come over here because I want, I want oh, people to he hear. Does have a I good told you voice. he's got the golden voice. Oh, my gosh. So he needs me to do a commercial in a few minutes when we're done here. Yeah. But he, then he, that's why he was in the other studio behind the glass. Right. Dude, just just count to 10 so people can hear no, your no, voice. No, no, say sexy things because it's yeah. a sex podcast. All right, hold on. <laughs> tell you what, ask, yeah. tell him to say like a couple things, Dr. Jen, because mm. I'm telling you, this guy's voice. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, talk about touching somebody's oh. body <laughs> in a way. Come on, Steve. I, Talk sex about, talk. Come on. You're going to have to tell me what to say. I if can't you were even say. looking at somebody voice? that you thought was really attractive, how, what would you say to that person? So, I'll help you, Steve. Okay, I'll help you. Ready? 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 <laughs> come here. Come here next to me. You're talking to Dr. Jen right now. Now, Michelle, his wife, if she hears this, okay. he, he's doing this under so wait, I didn't protest. know context. If it, I don't want well, to assume heterosexuality. I don't know if you're he, married. So he's good. married you to a woman? That context. Okay, there so you're ready? Yeah. I just want you to repeat after me. Okay. Okay. Just say, Dr. Jen, I love your shoes. Dr. Jen, I love your shoes. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? But I'm not a shoe person. Tell okay. me something better. How about this? Your smile really turns me on. Oh, that's a good one. Your smile really turns me on. <laughs> I can see it. Oh, it's good. One more. You ready? Yeah, sure. You ready? <laughs> what did you have for lunch, Steve? Just describe it to her in a very sensual way. Come on. <laughs> no, but not if it's meat because I'm a vegetarian. No, I, I actually had a... Uh, it was a salad, but it was oh. a but it, Come on. No, tell me about your sensual salad. I had a salad, but it was a chicken salad. Oh. Sorry about that. Well, what were the non-chicken parts of it? <laughs> when you have a voice this good, this is actually good content. There are listeners right now going, oh my goodness, oh my lord, I'm like a cupcake, I'm moist. Oh, we're like children. Which I hate that word, by the way, moist. Moist. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right. One more, Steve, come on. You, what, what, tell me, why, what? Um, how about this? Tell her what you're gonna. Tell her what your favorite dish is and the is, ingredients. This is why Clint's on the air and I'm not because he can come up with good stuff like this. Oh yeah, I he need can to come told. up with ridiculous stuff nonstop. What is your favorite meal on the planet? Favorite meal yeah. on the planet. Yep, I love cheese in anything. Just oh, love che- well, you said meal, geez. but I, I love cheese in anything. So okay, so all I want you to say for the last thing is, I'm making a Philly cheesesteak sandwich and I'm gonna oh. spread that cheese all over. Oh, no, she doesn't like meat. Cheese, right, no. I'm going to put platter? gooey... Oh. There it is, cheese platter. Like from Little God. Italy with fresh oh, yeah. Italian cheeses oh, that's it. that's and some it. Parmesan yeah. and mozzarella. And, Ready? Mm. Steve, repeat after me. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're I so like bad. Munster <laughs> cheese. I like Munster. But Munster? Yeah, yeah. Munster. Yeah. I like Munster cheese. I like Swiss cheese. I like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar. I like it when it hits my lips. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do that. <laughs> All right, you're off the hook. Steve, I'm going to be in studio, I swear, in three minutes. Oh, thanks, man. I promise you. Are, you. <laughs> thank you for being such a good sport. Absolutely. And just so you know, Dr. Jen is turned on, I can tell. <laughs> we'll cheese talk. <laughs> That's our next podcast, Cheese Talk, with Clint and the Doc. Oh, my God. All right. We have okay. to be. Are we past time? We are. We're past All time. Right. See you in a minute, Steve. Steve. <laughs> hey, remember two, man. Regot. I'm going to put the regot. Mm, the regot. The mm, it's not Goat. <laughs> it is. It's regot. Uh, it's not I, ricotta. It's regot. Ah, uh, uh, but I, I've never heard it as a goat. I've heard it more as regat. Well, regat. Whatever. Uh, okay. I used to work in an Italian restaurant. I was trying to be cool. You know. totally made me fail. Well, because I kind of had a thing in college for North Jersey Italian guys. Oh my God! That's the next episode. We're starting with that. Didn't we talk about that? No, already? we did not. No. North Jersey Italian guys. Okay. Okay.